the Questionable to Return podcast, where three lifelong friends discuss Wisconsin sports and more. Now, here's your hosts, Andy, Mike, and Pete. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Questionable to Return podcast. As always, I'm Andy, here with my buddies, Mike. Hi, everybody. And Pete. Hello. Hey, howdy, hi. So we we took the self-quarantine and keeping ourselves remote to heart here at the Questionable to Return podcast. So I'm here in the podcast bunker. Mike, where are you? I am uh, at home on my couch with Luna. We are social isolating or social distancing or whatever the term is. Pete, how about you? Yeah, I'm in the retro gaming dungeon for sure that's about it is it just the remains of a of a wonderful bar that wasn't once was and then now the future yeah i haven't been down here in a while the kids have and uh i have to come down here and clean a lot for sure because oh, i was just it. gonna guess it was just as you left it <laughs> <laughs> probably yeah it's it's the same it's i didn't I haven't done anything what's really but, aw- what's really awesome I'm, is I'm just glad that we put up the the border the border wall to the QTR, you know, we're doing good. Just as Trump wanted us to do. So <laughs> what I think it's awesome is here we're in Wisconsin. They put the hiatus for schools starting Wednesday for everybody based on the governor's mandate. But in our district, the kids are not going to school starting Monday. So my kids are ecstatic, but they, they already started cleaning the basement, so next time you guys come here in whatever six months after the apocalypse, it's going to be actually cleaned up down here. Well, I that's really nice to hear. If uh, podcasting and uh, electricity still exist in six months, that'd be really great for us. Well, I have a I have a question for you guys as parents. What are your plans then? when your kids are home from school like that? How does that affect you and your work schedules? Well, my wife's mom, my mother-in-law, she works down, she lives down the street. She's retired, so she comes down. But it kind of worries me, though, because father-in-law just had surgery on his neck and he, all that stuff. So and it was pretty risky surgery, and he almost passed. He almost died from it. But um, So he's at risk, of course, of all this stuff. So I'm kind of worried about that and her watching the kids for sure. So I don't know. I got, I'm going to talk to my boss for sure and figure stuff out. Cause I can work from home, but I don't know if they'll allow it. My company today, starting Monday, they're basically shutting down and making mandatory work from home for all employees. So they're keeping the offices open for a few days to allow you to get personal items or anything you need to do what you need to do remotely. And then they're going to shut down the offices. So I'm going to hope that the the kids can understand that and go into my office in the basement. But yeah, it'll be interesting because I mean, a few days is one thing, but we're talking a minimum of what, three weeks, if not more. Yeah, because that's the crazy thing. Not every parent has the luxury of being able to work from home. It just seems like there's going to be such a scramble now for babysitters. Everyone trying to find family or anyone who can watch the kids now that they're going to be home for three weeks it's crazy what's kind of unfortunate is because like the the idea and i, and I get it to try to do social distancing or and, and stuff like that you you want to close like the cesspool of that is schools but kids are 
not nearly as affected as <laughs> wait you just acted like a school's like a strip club i mean it is a germ factory i'm not sure it's much different than a <laughs> no i mean you said cesspool i don't know it just sounded like a germ a factory would you germ. prefer germ factory i, I like germ factory all right so, a bit better. so a germ factory but they're not a, they're not as adversely affected as as the elderly and things like that hey i've just noticed uh, Pete, I've had to argue with your son about washing Cheeto dust off his hands before touching <laughs> PlayStation controllers. And if that's oh, enough God. of an argument, I don't think kids at a school are practicing 20 seconds of proper hand washing hygiene every oh, time no. they should. Oh, no. Never, never. You don't want to know. Yeah. 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 My, yeah. No. It's, it, yeah, I agree. It's a cesspool. Okay. But it's a cesspool of <laughs> yeah. germs, right? But, yeah, I agree but, yeah, now. But the unfortunate part about it is, like, they're not going to be as affected. What's going to be affected is, like, the parents that are going to have to figure out child care, especially if, for our medical field, right? You want nurses and stuff to still be the frontline defenders in the medical field, but then they have to worry about what their kids are going to do. So I think it actually puts more pressure on the more risky, like, capital. Like, you're going to talk about your parents are going to watch or the elderly are going to watch these kids now that are out for school. Right. And that's the group that you don't want to have it. I think it really affects my wife's work too because she's at a 24-hour facility. So if they get coronavirus out there or any of the patients out there at uh, Southern Wisconsin Center, if they get any patients out there that are sick, they're going to have to quarantine that whole place and she's not going to be able to leave work. So it's going to be interesting that way too where, yeah, those people, a lot of those people that work out there are single parents and have that issue already. And then if they have to stay there, you know, that's just going to be even more of a uh, headache and who knows what they're going to do. Yeah, I don't know how you even handle something like that. I've thought about that with prisons, too. Like, what happens once it gets into a prison? Would it be that correction officers are quarantined in the prison? Same thing, like, with your wife. Like, if you have to stay at the building, that just seems like it'd be, like, such a weird scenario. But I guess we're in such weird times now. Anything's possible. Yeah, this is got this is very unprecedented. There's talks like even in Washington where they had like nurses like after they caught it or if they became infected, they gave them quarantine once they were able to, they were still or maybe it wasn't actually Washington, it was in Italy, but they had nurses that and frontline medical staff that once they kind of got past the initial rough stages of the virus, like they worked even if they were infected. Yeah. I heard that with China too, that the the nurses and doctors with the showing the least symptoms who were infected were uh, asked to go back to work as soon as possible. It's all hands on deck. It just this just seems like a, it's a movie, you know. It's kind of weird. I never in my dreams thought that something like this would happen, you know. And it's just just out of a movie. Everything that's happening, the president talking, like just it's weird. Well, a bunch of podcasts I listened to said. Hey, if you're looking for a movie around this, like watch Contagion. That was a bad idea. Did you watch it? I haven't watched oh, it. Oh, I watched it a couple times now. I mean, oh no, it's vastly I, different than this, right? It's it's much more of a it's it's a higher like casualty rate, different uh, strand of virus. That's I watched a movie last night called uh, "It Comes at Night." Oh no, it's a horror so movie set after a pandemic wipes Whoa. out most of the population. It just starts out with a family living in a cabin in the woods. And they're wearing gas masks and gloves and uh, burning a body of a family member. <laughs> oh, that's, that's how it starts. It, that's how it sounds starts. like Last of Us, really. It kind of is. It was, it was a poor choice. That, was, that would be like worst case scenario. We're in woods, gas masks, but. 
I like how you justify it. Like the movie's called It Comes at Night and you had to justify that it was a horror film. Like what other type of <laughs> yeah. movie is, is named It Comes at Night? Uh, it could have been not like, a rom-com. Uh, it could have been about Well, a there's another movie named It Comes at Night, but we won't talk about that one. <laughs> wow. I, I, I Pete's, heard they Pete's have thinking that strip kind of clubs and the, porno movies. I'm not with you guys, so I'm kind of in a weird place here. I don't know. I know I can feel like I can talk however I want to talk. Sorry. Go ahead. Just blame it on the virus. <laughs> Your brain's not working right, Pete. You might have it. So what do you guys think about? It? So there's a, there's a bunch of spread of misinformation, and I guess that kind of comes part with the territory with this type of thing, a level of uncertainty within the government, people trying to figure out what they want to do. Radical things happen, right? But one of the latest things I've heard about is kind of interesting. What if all of a sudden it came Monday after the talk of calm coming out of the, the White House? They immediately talk about having a within forty eight to seventy two hours a mandatory like quarantine of all U.S. citizens, backed by like the National Guard and and, and the Army. What, what would you guys do? What do you think? And what do you think like the mass panic that would cause? So if this happened well, tomorrow, you said. Yeah, like what I'm if sorry. the if this happened tomorrow, I'm screwed because I didn't panic before this. Oh, you got seventy two hours to panic, right? Forty eight to seventy two. Yeah, but now I got to beat some big crowds. Now it's just going to be looting, right? Oh. <laughs> If you thought you had a fist fight for toilet paper before, <laughs> bring your boxing gloves. Well, you're going to have to bring more than boxing gloves, I feel, around here. The, if if that was the case, like, yeah, the stores would get so crazy. You'd almost need, like, police presence at places like Walmart just to try to keep order. But that's a real possibility. Isn't that what Italy ended up doing was basically putting northern Italy, just going on lockdown of telling people, you know, don't leave your house. Yeah, I mean, they put a like a curfew, right? Like nobody out after a certain time and only able to go to certain types of places. So you can go to like obviously pharmacies, grocery stores, things like that. I could see that being the possibility. You're on a, on a, on a two-week quarantine where you're only allowed for mandatory or needed visits. I guess that would kind of elude the need to go do massive purchasing of stuff if you know within that two weeks you could still go out and and get whatever you needed from a grocery store but you still i think you, you still think i think you'd still need police presence right like to keep it seems like it keep only a certain people going into the store at one time only limited quota you don't need georgie going buying his hundred rolls of toilet paper and <laughs> thousand case perel yeah, I don't know. I think it's interesting too, like just not even thinking of groceries and, and just getting supplies, but like bills and stuff. People don't, some people don't save money like other people do. So if I'm not getting paid, let's say, like, how am I going to supplement? How am I going to figure out the mess of like paying bills? Like, is that going to be relieved too? Like, how does that work? You know, because I doubt that would be relieved. Well, I think Italy was uh, forgiving mortgage and rent and utilities. Wow, uh, that's, that's for, crazy. But I don't know how long. But yeah, that is Italy, a lot of people though. That's that a little are different. <laughs> paycheck to paycheck. So, but even how do they forgive that, right? Like, because in here, the whole industry is privatized. I don't know if that's part of uh, a relief bill. If they're, if basically the government is covering that cost, the businesses or percentage of that cost. I really, I don't know the details of it. I mean, it means like, like we have the relief bill coming, right? That they're waiting to pass through the Senate come next week. That. Yep. Includes free testing, right? And in 14 days guaranteed like pay relief. So if they did do this type of quarantine, I guess it would kind of make sense because they're putting under that, that whatever wages you'd normally lose, 
would be well, covered under that. The house, the house did pass that bill right now. So, yes, yeah, so I mean, the, you... the house and president didn't, so it has to get through the Senate. Come yep. next week. Well, with the with the lockdown, then yeah, and you mentioned potentially bringing in the national guard. Like, how strict would it be? Could I go out walking? Would that be allowed? Don't let anybody catch you. I guess. <laughs> well, if I, I what mean, if I just want to go for a walk during the day and nope, get more steps nope. and Pete? quarantine <laughs> yeah mike you're not gonna get more steps than me anymore oh so you know. I, should, I should i should be but like a, a late yeah i should be a late joiner i should join this step club because i have a little bit uh, of, you have no chance i have, I have a little you bit of no land I can, anymore i don't know if you guys have to get stuck in your house for the next three weeks i'm gonna run around in the backyard i'm just gonna run in circles i do have a broken like exercise machine that my arms do move so i think i would get steps I'd be okay. <laughs> I'd figure it Pete out. Has, Pete was a little but, slow out of the gate. Oh, I was in our, I was in our steps challenge, but he's been on a tear of like twenty thousand steps, like twenty to twenty five thousand, like four days in a row, maybe five. Well, now. I was down nearly a hundred thousand, right? I don't remember how yeah. far I was. I was far off. I was way far off. I almost gave up. What do you guys have with totals right now? Oh man, uh, I like, have the you sheet. Got that? Uh, just ballpark. Matt is is winning with two hundred and twenty thousand, and then I have two hundred fourteen thousand, and Pete has one hundred ninety seven thousand. So that's uh, that's through fourteen days. And yeah, Everyone's- well, I think what five days through, I like fell off big time, and they were con- you guys have been consistent, and I've been kind of I was I'm kind of a roller coaster right now, but now that my body's feeling good, you guys are in trouble. Well, it does seem interesting to join that. I I prefer Netflix and show. Well, yeah, it's a good idea. Yeah, especially because like now without sports and without kids sports, like my week is free. It's kind of weird. So I think the walking is kind of helping me kind of get something to do because I can Netflix. Yeah, I could play video games, but I don't know. I think the walking has been helping my, my mental stability and keeping my mind off of this craziness. So. I got to admit, this this walking challenge is, like, perfect right now. So if they do this ban and I can't walk, uh, I might go crazy. It's a question for you, Pete. Yeah. So our kids go to the same school district, and Saturday started the screen-free week, right? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. How how are your kids doing? (laughs) How the heck heck does that work, huh? How are my kids doing? They play video games all day today. Now that's how they're doing. They're not doing it. I mean, so... So there's I don't like, think it's gonna happen. Yeah. So there's well, what my, is it? Well, my br- wife and daughter right now are watching The Shining upstairs. So that that seems like a really good movie to watch when this stuff's going on, huh? <laughs> yeah. Like they're, dad's they're in the dad's in the basement talking nonsense. Let's watch The Shining. What's interesting <laughs> is like there's three different levels, right? There's well four, I guess technically. You don't do it at all, and then there's bronze where you watch an hour a day, and then silver's thirty minutes, and gold is none at all. So my kids, and then made, my kids made it. is you beat the game hundred percent. So my my kids, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, you gotta get no, you gotta get platinum, which is mean platinum means you didn't you didn't participate and you just did <laughs> normal means life. You, didn't leave you the got couch platinum all weekend. <laughs> Every single hour you did a video game or no. well, I I'm just happy to report There's, that my kids are two days into it and and we're and we're still trending gold. That was their goal still as part of this because hey, we could just still try to do this. What do you guys think? And they're like, yeah, I, I think we can do it because I don't I don't think anybody's gonna do it. And I want to I want to see if I can do it. Hmm. We'll see what it is yeah. when we get to the dog days. But they only have to go to Thursday. Technically, Thursday is when it ends. 
That's not so bad. I I don't part. I don't foresee my kids taking any days and doing that. But we'll see if we'll see if we can get one day out of it. It is kind of a like I remember last year. It was kind of a nice week. It was interesting for sure. They had to kind of figure stuff out. I feel like their attitudes were a little different because I feel like screens affects uh, emotional stuff with uh, video games and stuff. But but yeah, I. I don't know if we're doing it this year. We're, I think I'm going to give them a pass. No, I think you need to double down on it. Board games. They can read some books. I mean, they do yeah. that already. Really they, teach my, them my some son life reads lessons. All night, so I'm, I'm not too worried about that. But yeah, I know. We, we should probably figure out a couple days. You know, I was just watching talk about mass hysteria. Pompeii. Uh, it was a you know documentary about that, and I didn't realize that Pompeii, they like found the bodies and they would cast them to make it like a like a place for people to go and like a exhibit, like a history exhibit, which sounds terrible. I didn't even realize that was a case, like why the people look like people. But I don't know. Disney does a great oh. job. They got all that <laughs> stuff on there. That's what I'm watching. If anybody wants to know that that's non sports, that's what I'm watching now. So. <laughs> Isn't it funny how, like, oh, what should we do to distract ourselves from the coronavirus hysteria? Oh, let's watch movies about uh, the apocalypse, <laughs> other disasters that have struck. Uh, I need to just find Pompeii, yeah, some, like, Mayans. Well, I watched the Mayans, how they got destructed by a disease, <laughs> by diseased Spaniards that came over and just gave them all these terrible viruses. It's the same thing that's happening, right? Yeah, I wonder, is this just going to be like our generation's like Great Depression or World War II? Like this is the event that kind of defines our generation, the one your grandkids ask you about? The, the, their generation had, what, the Spanish flu, then World War I and World War II? <laughs> World that, War I, that generation is going to spit at us and be like, you guys don't even know what it real means. We had the steroids era, and the Astros cheated. Is is anybody happier about the coronavirus than the Houston Astros? Oh my! Yeah. Absolutely not. Jeez. You know, I we might have though. to look into if if the Astros started spreading this. Oh, yeah. there I, we go. I think the timing's a little too perfect. No one's talking about them anymore. I hope somebody looked at all the the upper upper leadership of the Astros. Their flight itinerary. Did anybody come in and out of China? Uh, or uh, uh, Chris had an interesting theory. You know, obviously, I love the game. Chris, the last who's Chris? Of Us. Meister Chris, Meister Chris, Meister Chris. Uh, I love the game, The Last of Us, which is set after a pandemic wipes out like ninety nine percent of the population. Part two comes out in May. He says, "What if this is all guerrilla <laughs> marketing by them that they did this just to get people excited about the game?" That's why they delayed it because the pandemic didn't spread fast enough. Yeah, like well, we need we need to really ramp this up a bit. On a completely side note, Mike, uh, with us being secluded to our houses, there's nothing I really enjoyed more than watching you play that. I didn't. I mean, I played that first scene and it was too intense for me. But watching you play it was one interesting, but two it was like watching a, a scary movie. Is there a way for you to stream that? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you just need cool. a capture card for your uh, PS4. I could put it right on Twitch. Uh, Pete and I have actually talked about doing that as a as a kind of separate podcast, maybe still under the QTR umbrella of doing a, a video game one from time to time. 
Well, we got the setup right now. We could just do that. Where I could just be watching. I could just be in the background, like, oh, you'll be the uh, yeah oh, commentary. I would love not nothing more than to have someone experience that game for the first time, be in the same room yeah, with them. Definitely, that game a, is amazing. As a player, that, I. What's that? As a player, or just watching playing, or just watching it, because like so much of it kind of is like an interactive movie. The, Suspense, the best yeah. part about it is just how well done the the characters and the voice acting and all the cutscenes are. It's it's, it's no, top I would, notch. I would like to be a fly on the wall when Andy plays this. I think I'd like to just sit back in a corner and watch him play. That you're gonna be dead if you're as, a fly. As creepy as that sounds, you're gonna be a dead if you're a fly. Like because I was, I was, guys, I had to have every single. Red Dead Redemption. Red Dead Redemption. I haven't even gotten through the introductory part yet. Come on. This is the best time to go through the, the Last of Us game. You have to. I can give it to you. Anyway. I have it. I. You have you have Last of Us? Yeah, because remember... Like, oh, come on. Mike, you got to play no, it. Mike made, remember, Mike showed it to us, and, we, and he was over here that one time. And you bought it, huh? And I bought it, and then I played the first introductory like scene. Yeah, the first like 20 minutes, which are brutal. What award is that? That's not platinum, Mike. What award is that in PlayStation 4 just to get through the introduction? Oh, that's like a, I think that's a purple heart or something like that. Is that it's a buffalo heart. nickel? I think it's a participation <laughs> ribbon. <laughs> but no, I got to admit that game scared the living shit out of me. I had to have every single freaking light on in my house when I played that game alone in the dark. It was freaking me out. There are some levels I just ran through because I couldn't take it. <laughs> Yeah, I guess if you had like, I can't imagine playing that with surround sound at at night in the dark, and you're oh. playing that in the dark just so you can get the because I mean the shadows of the game are really hard to see otherwise. So if you have it completely dark, that'd be freaky oh, yeah. as heck. Seven point one surround, man. That that game is. I gotta play that game now. On a completely oh. side note, Mike, um, last week's episode was our first explicit oh, episode. I did so, notice. Uh, that uh justin still has a uh, major league mouth <laughs> he sure does <laughs> uh, i was bummed though that uh that i missed that one i was out of town and i didn't get back in time but uh yeah that was a great episode justin's a very i'd say he's very natural and a good storyteller yeah definitely and uh yeah he had a lot of great uh great info about just what it was like to be in the big leagues well, Hopefully now that we got this calling stuff done, so he can uh, call in any time, right? Yeah, I, I, get, I don't know how we're going to manage getting a, a fourth person, but sure, let's figure it out. <laughs> yeah, this is a uh, a learning process, kind of a trial run, if anything else, for doing remote remote stuff other than cell phone. I think that's the main way we've done it before. We guys mentioned Gis- Discord, so maybe he's on Discord as a as a gamer, so he can go on there and. We'll have that just as a as a fourth input. Yeah, I I'll admit it's 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 not bad. I don't mind it, but I kind of do want to see your guys. Like, we need to have like a video thing so we know who's talking and who's not talking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know if my rural internet can handle that. So as we kind of mentioned, like the whole sports world has been shut down pretty much obviously everything's getting shut down but the sports world kind of almost took precedent in in making taking action and taking over and shutting everything down so how are you guys feeling about the buck season starting up again is it going to happen or is there's a lot of questions about the nba and how they're gonna go about uh starting even their new season and stuff so 
Do you think that the Bucks will have a chance to win a championship this year? I mean, I think so. I think there, there's been a lot of pretty credible sources that have said, barring any like major federal government perspective bans, once their teams got healthy within two weeks, they were going to do they were going to start the season back up and just play with empty arenas. I don't know. I think it may help the Bucks to get healthy. I mean, you had Giannis like getting his knee healed up, and wasn't Middleton hurt too? Yeah, Middleton had uh, some back issues. It's unfortunate, though, of earning home court if it really means nothing. But I guess this is bigger than sports right now. For sure. I think there's been a lot of stuff talked about, about uh, if they did come back, like, they'd possibly have a tournament for the bottom teams to get some spots and and stuff like that they would have the top like eight teams maybe do do the playoffs and there's just a lot of things being talked about but i think the most interesting one is like starting it back up like in july you just do the playoffs you get a champion but then the new season starts in december and that's something that the nba has been kind of wanting to get to and doing a shorter season and starting up when christmas starts so um, I do find that to be kind of interesting that that just for next season, uh, what are they going to do what, as far as like a shortened season or just revamp the NBA altogether? Yeah, it's interesting. They had floated that idea of pushing the season back just to to not compete with football and then also to kind of own the summer to have the finals be later in the year when there's not much going on for sports other than baseball and they might get a, a test run of that just because of this, because of the current situation. Yeah, because didn't uh, the head honchos in the NBA, like Adam Silver and whatnot, alert teams to start looking into schedules for arenas through August? Yeah. That would be insane. Yeah, I, yeah that would be crazy. I think I think it would be great to have the NBA in July because nothing's happening in July. Like It would be amazing to have it then. They reached almost July already with their playoffs, so why not just play regular season games through June and July is like the the whatever, the playoffs or whatever they're going to decide. But um, And I think the December start for the NBA makes total sense. That's their biggest game of the year almost, and that would be a perfect time to start your season, I think. What would you guys feel? I think one of the – there's an NBA player, I forgot who – who said it, but it was kind of interesting and made the rounds. Um, mentioned having like a March Madness style tournament, having all the teams ranked one through 32, having the two one seeds obviously be like get a buy for the first round and then have a couple teams do a play it. Would you guys like that? Like one and done? Uh, as just because of. Uh like the current situation, not not doing this again in the future. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, like I think it satisfies like the the tournament March Madness that you lost complete with the NCAA canceling that. Then having the NBA just kind of run a mini tournament where having all teams involved. I think it would worry me from a from a Bucks fan perspective. Yeah, as a Bucks fan, I'd rather have it be a series. I feel like that because that really kind of takes away from the regular season, and all it would take is one upset. And the Bucks are done. I, I would feel a little, a little cheated out of a playoff run. But at this point, I would take anything over no basketball. Like if they could figure something out to just play again, it would be nice. I think it would be pretty interesting, but I would rather have like a best of three, to be honest. Did you guys see that graphic I put up um, around like Toronto sports? 
Like in 1918, Toronto wins its first Stanley Cup, and then 1919, the Stanley Cup was canceled. And then 92-93, Toronto wins the first World Series. 94, the World Series is canceled. Then 2019, Toronto wins first NBA championship. And then 2020, potentially NBA's championships canceled. Yeah, you're right. This is all Drake's fault. (laughs) It is weird coincidence. Knock it off, Toronto. Stop ruining sports with your titles. You better freaking yeah, get Yeah, we your- try to get rid of Toronto teams. Why don't we just get rid of them then, right? We got rid of the Expos. I know. They're supposed to come be coming back again. Are they? Yeah, like Montreal's Are being gonna visited. Are they going to take over the Rays? I don't know. Montreal like is being visited as a, as another potential MLB site again. Oh, because they need more teams in the major leagues, right? I yeah, don't know. Whatever. I, I think baseball wants a redo with that. They feel like they kind of screwed up by... They played in like the worst stadium of all time. Right. That is true. They, yeah. They're producing all this talent that just went on to other teams. Nationals hey. won the championship, right? I think there was a lot of mess up of teams leaving certain cities that didn't deserve it. Like like Seattle should have never lost the Supersonics. Like that was stupid. That seems like the worst one. Didn't Seattle just get a hockey team though? So what? We're talking about NBA <laughs> teams. What does Oklahoma City get that freaking Seattle didn't have? There's not Texas. enough teams near near Texas. They need more there, right? What's uh what's the name of their <laughs> hockey team? The Seattle Ground Zeros? Like <laughs> oh, shoot. Too soon. Too soon, Mike. Oh, sorry. I want to get in trouble. Get suspended from the podcast. <laughs> That's I mean, why we I was went gone ex- for- we went we went shock, explicit, shock, but that shock, was too shock, much. Mike Daly. <laughs> That's why I was gone for five months. I got suspended by uh the president of QTR Media. Quentin T. Reynolds, he, uh, he secretly <laughs> suspended me, just like David Stern did to Michael Jordan. I had to sit oh, out for a while, but we pretended I yeah, just and he keep playing video games. Then he played baseball and changed his number to 45, and Stern didn't even notice, right? Yeah. He had a gambling problem. What, nothing wrong with that, right? <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> Put Pete Rose in the, in, the, in the Hall of Fame. So I do have one, another coronavirus question. And I put it out to our chat group. Oh, boy. And I, I think, can't keep and, up with that chat group, by the way. Yeah, no kidding. And I think it got misunderstood because people got very angry. So maybe, or maybe it's me just not understanding the sensitivity of the situation. So let me lay down the scenario for you. So if we're all going to go into okay. mandatory quarantine, right? Like, so we're all going to be locked down two weeks, figure it out, right? At what point, if you weren't going to infect anybody else, it was only your immediate family that you're with and nobody else. So let's, I'll take my family, for example. Two kids, eight and ten, my wife and I, give me the coronavirus and get it over with. Like, can we get infected? Is it almost better at that point? Like, we don't have to worry about anything after that? Like, we're not at risk. That thought did cross my mind of almost like chicken pox, where it's like, I want to get it. You'd have to know that the hospitals could handle it if anything went wrong. Right. That's what I'm saying. I'd rather get it now than at that top of that bell curve when it spikes up and then all of a sudden like there's lack of medical attention. Because there yeah, is a game know. you can it's... play called called Ookie Mouth, and that's where you try to catch a disease. And you could play <laughs> Ookie Mouth with someone with coronavirus. You'd probably find him on Craigslist. So it could probably be arranged. Because I mean, I wouldn't want to intentionally pass it. That was not the point. I don't want to be a carrier no. or like spreader. No, you're, like, I, you're I, saying I, you'd rather though just stop worrying about it and get it over with. Well, it's like I feel like it inevitably is going to happen, right? Like half of us are going to get it. So I gotta, I gotta bring up this, but it might be going too far. My cousin brought up an idea 
of having a you have a cruise pretty much and you have a make a wish kid that has a coronavirus so he gives you a handshake when you walk onto that you get a week of quarantine and then once you're done quarantined or whatever you go up to the top deck and you party oh so it's like you go on the cruise to just get the court. To you go it. on the cruise to just get it, but then you have a week of awesomeness, right? Not so bad. That's like what Andy's saying, except you get the party along with it. Right. You get well, the party along you get, with it. I mean, don't you get the party generally? I mean, I, I feel like the relief of I would have. I mean, I feel bad for the Make-A-Wish kid, to be totally honest. For like, sure. This kid's just like going to shake a bunch of hands. That's well. Yeah. Why does it have to be a make a wish kid? Couldn't it just well? Maybe be like, his um, wish is to be on a cruise. I don't know. How about it's a celebrity cruise? How about it's Tom Hanks shaking your hand? Sure. Oh, oh okay. Perfect. There we go. That's a lot better. I mean, and then everybody wants full, to shake Tom Hanks' hand. Is a cruise full of ventilators and hospital beds, just in case? Yeah. So that's one. That's one stage of the cruise. Like, yeah, you got to go right straight to the triage, and then uh, sit there for a couple of weeks, and then you, when you're done, you just go up and have fun. Oh, it makes sense because you can keep an eye on people while they're on the boat. You know, they're not going to wander off somewhere with oh, no, coronavirus. Oh, no, no. Right, yeah, you lock them up. We lock them well, on the lowest stage like where uh, Jack was on well, the Titanic. that's your cousin's idea? I think your cousin should try calling the White House tomorrow. I mean, he is a smart guy. He knows what he's doing. Pa- pass that along. We'll just start We'll start sending everyone on a cruise. You'll get your cruise date. You go with your family, catch a little yeah. coronavirus. You come home. Talk about, to work. A, talk about a terrible social experiment that was where there was people infected on the cruise ship and they wouldn't let anybody off it. Like, you're just guaranteeing to get more people infected by not getting them off the ship. Like, God, get them off. Like, that's like pandemic slash issue number one. Like, if people have an infectious disease, you don't just let them sit on a on a cruise ship where they recirculate the air for it, eternity. Yeah, just it's like being on an island just with a bunch of sick people. It's like an island with with the same air. Like at least the island's open air, and you can go to oh, another yeah, part of the island. That's true. The ship's like, oh wow, half the ship is sick. Oh, that's the same air, and I now I'm infected. Yeah, some of that stuff just looked like a nightmare. Being stuck there, the lines at the the airports. I definitely feel for anyone who ends up in those situations. In front of the broadcast, Brian is like a pilot and they're talking about still planning flights for next week. I'm like, I don't think that's happening. Gosh, man. Yeah, I, I would imagine that we're more likely to go under lockdown than to uh, have people still traveling. So I just, I'm wondering now, is SNL going to be on for the 28th? Because it's going to be a good one. <laughs> You're the only one I know that still watches that. So who's on the 28th? I don't care who's on the 28th. I just can't wait for wait for Alec Baldwin to do his, you know, speech that Trump just made. You just want to see 90 minutes of coronavirus sketches? Yeah. That'll, that'll Why not? It makes up. I just need to laugh. I need to laugh about all this. It makes me feel The world better. still needs laughter. Yeah. True. I don't know. But yeah, did you guys see the Trump speech? Can we just bring which, this up? Which a one? Bit? He's been talking every day. I mean, you guys saw it, right? Which one are you talking about? He's been talking every day. No, oh, yeah, the one, the first one when he came outside and said, "Oh, it's a beautiful day. It's a beautiful day in America." The Rose you know, Garden one on Friday. That's I think that's yeah. the one I watched. It's a beautiful day. Europe's doing it bad. We got this. America's great. We put up the borders. We stopped them from coming in. All that junk. But yeah, I, then I mean, he you, uh, you can what criticize did he do? that he, stuff uh, all you want. He though. was sponsored. What? I mean, you can criticize that stuff all you want, but I'm not sure what people want. People like what? What do you want him to say? No, I know, but then then he's like, 
He's like, we got Walmart here. We got Walgreens. We got Target. They're doing their best. Now let's have them all talk. It was just like a big, big, like, I'm sponsored. This this speech is sponsored by Walmart, Target, Walgreens. I just found it funny. Well, that reminds me. This podcast is brought to you by Uncle Daryl's <laughs> Hardware Store in Crivitz, Wisconsin. Uncle Daryl's. <laughs> right now, buy six air fresheners for your car. Get the seventh one free. That's Uncle Daryl's in Crivitz. And they also want you to know that they're still stocked to the gills in toilet paper. <laughs> Uncle Daryl's Hardware Store in Crivets has not run out of toilet paper. Come on down. Get yourself a, a case of toilet paper. Get yourself seven pine tree air fresheners for your car and a big smile from Uncle Daryl himself. He even gives you a hearty handshake. Oh, guys, we have a sponsor. I, I was supposed to re- live read that. He said to just naturally work it into the episode. So I thought that was a good spot. That was a perfect timing for You me. did it. Oh, okay. I'll, uh, I'll PayPal you the money we got for that split it up trump doesn't have coronavirus right he was he was negative he did test negative he was around someone who tested positive but he did not wow that's gonna be a tough time to be a politician no matter what side you're on either either you're campaigning or meeting people it's a it's election year or whatever else like you're shaking hands kissing babies and good lord well that's a weird thing kissing the babies you know the this is an election year like there is still undecided candidate for the democrats so like biden and bernie sanders like how are they supposed to go out and campaign and town hall especially if this how do we, drags on how for do we a while vote? just they're both in big hazmat suits <laughs> do we have to be speeches. in hazmat suits to vote like you have to vote in person yeah i don't know well, ab- absentee voting it's gonna Would be ins- yeah, it's gonna be insane though the dnc is supposed to be in milwaukee in july does that even happen uh, as of now, it hasn't been canceled just because I guess it's far enough out. But yeah, you never know if that might not even go on. It's it's I mean, possible. Yeah. Go figure. Yeah. Finally, put Milwaukee on the map, and we don't even get it. That's what we deserve, I guess. We get no DNC. We get no NBA title. The Badgers, the Badgers were, have won like nine in a row, right? Yeah, Badgers got hot. We just we we can't catch a break, you guys. Hey, if Jimmy Graham got caught. Any takeaways are uh, the world might be ending, but uh, the worst part about it is being a Wisconsin sports fan. And then the private, like a private <laughs> medical firm in Cleveland, got all the kudos for fast tracking coronavirus testing. Cleveland got credit for something. Hell yeah! What is why is oh. why is Cleveland so important? Did the did they find coronavirus in the Cuyahoga River? <laughs> No, they found out whatever's in the Cuyahoga River kills coronavirus. Uh, it's the only thing that can stop it. <laughs> you just gotta drink it. The bad story to kill you too. Drink the brown down, right? Yep. Everyone drink down a liter of Cuyahoga River's finest, and you'll be cured. It's like just kidding. I'll take the coronavirus. Well, good. You know, good news is that we do have something to do. Nickelback is still holding their concerts, so nobody's going still. Badoosh. Oh, that was a good one. Yeah, there's been a few of those. Uh, Tampa Bay Rays, I've seen that one where it's Tampa. the Tampa Bay Rays are playing games without fans. And it's like, oh, sorry, that picture's from 2019. <laughs> <laughs> don't, oh, be, don't mind me, guys. I'm just going to eat while we're on the podcast. We can do that now. <laughs> we can do that now that we're like not together, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, no one will mind. Yeah. No one's going to listen. There's not even going to be internet by the time this comes out. Hey, settle in, guys. It's going to be a long three weeks. That's what we're going to do. We're just going to record the whole time. 
Maybe we can sneak out after curfew and play The Last of Us. I'll smuggle you, know, you guys I, out that's here. What, you know, that's exactly what I'm thinking. Okay, now, if we're going to have a lockdown nationally, we can't move the, leave the house. Let's figure out when that date is. We'll have game night at my house. World goes on lockdown. We're all hanging out together. You we're have, just stuck together. You don't have near enough food to support all of us. I don't care about the food. I just want to company. Yeah. <laughs> I'll go out and buy uh, 600 bars of uh, Rice Krispie treats, and that's really all we need. Get the get the cookie sheet style one, the, the big huge one? Yeah, that's what we ate one night for game night. It was a complete mistake, but it was delicious. That's when I, after I ate all of that, I learned I needed to do a step challenge. <laughs> that's what started it. I think it was. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, that was right after my birthday or my birthday. That was uh, that was I put on a little weight. It was about fifteen pounds ago. Fifteen, holy crap, Mike! I gained like forty five, I think. <sighs> I'll keep walking. Yeah, football 20, football steps. season was rough on my body for some reason. <laughs> but you should really plot that chart, like weight loss gain. I I actually have it on my fitness pal since I think 2014. And it's like a roller coaster. It's like the it's like the American Eagle. Does it does it map out the coronavirus infection? We'll see. <laughs> steady gain, steady gain, kickoff. Yeah, and then back man, down. I don't know. I think total, I got to try my best to like lose weight. Total it up and see how many total pounds you've gained and total pounds you've lost over that many years be funny all right that'd be an interesting I'll do number that. you guys talk and i'll figure that out right now <laughs> you've gained and lost two peats since <laughs> <laughs> probably it's probably, it's probably really close to that I'll, I'll i'll check that out you guys just keep talking that, that's an interesting number it's gonna at least two of themselves don't you think uh it might be i mean Originally, Pete wanted That's, to do a weight loss challenge over a step challenge. Because you thought, I think, what, it's like around, well, it's five years. So let's say average weight loss is between 15, I'll say 15 pounds. Nah, it's not going to be two of them. Well, it might be one of them. I could see it being I think one. I, have, I think I have six years. All right, so six years worth average weight gain and loss. So we'll say 20 pounds, nice round number. So it's 40 pounds on each side. 240? So... So I guess what do you want me to check? Like my highest and lowest? Like your lowest, add it to your high, or subtract. The, so take your high, subtract the low on both sides, right? Because it's the gain of that and then also the loss back down. Okay. All right. So We need right, both sides of the bell curve. So you guys, you guys want to do the math for me or I can name them off? Oh, this is exciting podcasting right this now. This is. This oh. is good. This is good stuff. <laughs> Don't worry. This will be edited to make it seem like we're really good at math. <laughs> Are you ready? So 2014, I had I was 187, and then I got down to 169. Hovered there for a while. Looks like 185. I was back up. Okay. 185. I went down to 157. Oh, good job. Yeah, not bad, huh? That was a good one. And I went back to 180. <laughs> and all, the, all these jokes down. are gonna go back to coronavirus. Is that that's gonna be like current Pete and then coronavirus Pete? <laughs> I went down to back 163. to normal Pete. 
What'd you go down to? 163. This kind of makes me want coronavirus. I think I'd get in really good shape with it. I went to 189. Now I'm in Oof. December of 2018. 189. Okay. Down to 169. That's an easy one. Yeah, that is an easy one. And then I was up to 190, 194 this year. Is that where you maxed out then? Yep, that's my max. 194. Well, no, 198. Well, sorry. Well, post is my max. Post corona, oh. you may be like 140 something. All right, let me tally this up quick. So I had a little, I had a bad cold this past week where it was like three days. You mean you had the coronavirus? Nah, it wasn't that long. <laughs> no, I know. I, I had like a really bad drainage and then I had a, I had the worst. I usually don't get coughs anymore. Drainage from your nose? Yeah. I didn't. Okay, good. It was, a, it was an actual, it was a bad like seasonal cold oh, or whatever. Okay. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah, tell us more. You also said you had a cough? Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't a dry cough though. It had uh, mm. had mucus and drainage. How was your breathing? Was it was it fine? Well, you're, I'm talking to you right now. It's fine, right? Mm, yeah. Hmm. You didn't want to go on a walk with me, though. You said you'd be too tired. Oh, too from shortness of breath. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're back healed when you can like laugh again. So over the course of Pete's uh, yo-yo, wake, 2014 uh, to 2020, six years. Yeah, you uh, you lost 83 pounds total. But you gained 94. Oh. 177 total. Wow. So I think 177 should be your goal weight. That's the amount there of you go. weight you've gained and lost over the last that's six a years. Great, that's a good good idea there. I think I can get there. We're on to something. Yeah, that's a good idea. A six-year trend, trying to take the mean, right? Oh. 177 pounds of going up and down that's a lot of cookies and walking <laughs> <laughs> i uh so i started out i think i did what was it called uh that one workout that P90X Eddie Lacy did or p90x Insanity? p90x so i did that and lost the weight i also did an extreme diet which was like chicken and broccoli to lose the weight i did high interval training i did uh what's the other guy insanity uh, workout or insanity insanity i did that i mean those are good workouts higher interval training was probably my best although you crave so much food during that so it's that's what makes it tough yeah but i remember those workouts because i did some of them with you don't you think any workout would lose weight like any i, I guess if as long as you're doing something you're gonna lose but it's the pa- it's when you get to that point to get past that point where you're trying to do more that's when you got to actually get a good workout. Because Monica's been doing a workout, I think she's on day 70 or something now. She's trying to do like a 90-day thing. She might be more than that, but she's lost a, a, a good amount of weight and, and like looks fantastic. But she does like these 30-minute videos a day mm-hmm. where I think they're like higher intensity, like just yeah, mix did, up or whatever else. And that I seems did, to work really well for her. I did daily burn. That was actually pretty good. That was nice because it switched up every day. Every day they had like a live show at 8, 8 a.m. But, um, but yeah, usually football season is what killed me, for sure. I'd gain all the weight once football came. Like all my weight loss days are, I'd get to you know my lowest at like August, and then we'd all start hanging out a lot again and eat a lot of taco dip, and <laughs> that's where I, that's where I'd lose it. But, but yeah, now all I do is walk. I got nothing else to do. 
What are you going to do when you can't walk anymore? If we went on lockdown, I would probably just walk around my block like a hundred times. Maybe that'll just make me go crazy, but... (laughs) You just walk around your block and then once you see the Gestapo or whatever the police or whatever it is you're just gonna run play, you're now run them no play a new game? you don't run you don't run you play dead like a possum yeah <laughs> when the when the black suv with tinted windows starts creeping up behind me just lay as flat as you can mike <laughs> wear green boy you're gonna be running <laughs> you won't run you won't run fast enough they'll just snipe him down with a taser yeah, what are those suits? Are they called ghillie suits? Those ones that like snipers yeah. wear? Yeah, I'm going to have yeah. one of those. And when they go by, I'm going to pretend I'm a bush. <laughs> <laughs> got to yeah. win the steps challenge. Glad we can joke about quarantine. You know what? You got to joke about it. If you're going to joke about anything, you should be joking about the stuff like this. This is where you really need to distract yourself with laughing. Yeah, for sure. Not like uh, not like losing nine like eleven. Not like losing like thirty percent of your four hundred one k. Ooh, yeah. Which can, happened, can, but, I do a pu- can I do a public service announcement right now? This is sure. mass hysteria right now, right? Sell, sell, sell. No, oh, right. Like, don't do that. Oranges are at their highest. Buy the oranges. But the joke of it is, is like places. people are freaking out. Like, oh, I lost thirty percent of my four hundred one k, or I lost all this money in my like retirement. You only lose that technically. It doesn't come realized if you actually are dumb enough to sell. Right. You haven't lost anything yet until you sell it. So please, please, right. if you're out there and listening and are tempted or freaked out, do whatever you can not to pull any money out of that. You keep that right. money where it is. Things will, things will come back. It might take a while, but you'll make, hopefully, most of that money back. Hopefully all of it. Like the joke of it was always the analogy of, your, of the houses going down, right? the house market flip. Oh, I lost this much money in the value of my house. Like you didn't do that, did you? Unless you just actually try to sell your house, then you lost the money in that. You didn't lose your money in your house if you didn't actually sell it. It's just fake money at that point, right? It's all it's all fake money. We're in the matrix. This is all just something plugged into me. I'm like a potato in a little jar right now. Damn you, Neo! Somebody's just controlling me. We're uh, we're there's some like uh, ten year old kid playing SimCity, and that's what we're living in. He just decided yeah. he clicked pandemic. He's like, I'm bored. Release <laughs> the pandemic. So, Mike, with the new hiatus coming up, are you gonna try to watch more movies? Are you gonna stick to games? I actually, I actually had made a list of movies I want to watch. Did you watch Uncut some, Gems yet? I did not. The only movie I've watched in the last maybe month or so since we talked was the one i watched last night to scare myself but i do have a list based on recommendations from people and other movies by directors i liked of stuff i've seen recently so i am going to try to actually go through and watch a bunch of those and uncut gems is high up on the list so i'll admit to andy that after the podcast my wife listened and she watched that weird show that you were watching so Thanks. Thanks for that. I went into the bed. Love is blind. Went into bed. Huh? Love is blind. Did yeah, she like love it? is blind. So she watched that. She was watching it in the bedroom, and I couldn't. I couldn't handle it, so I went and go slept on the couch. So. Oh, it's so good. No, it's not. It's it so good. <laughs> I can't watch that. Stuff. Oh, it's so good. I'd rather watch Pompeii, or uh, <laughs> I will, I've been watching. Uh, or whatever like crazy drain, cabin movie drain the Mike oceans. watched. 
that's what I've been watching. Drain the oceans. But I I couldn't believe that it wasn't common knowledge that there was like huge, massive amounts of cable buried underneath the ocean. Oh man, that is that episode was amazing. I know, but is it is that not common knowledge? I don't think so. I don't think a lot of people know that ninety eight percent of the internet is in the ocean. Because that was a that was a big deal for a while. Like, because they they just buried well. I think it was what 2016 2017 they just like doubled the bandwidth by laying another main line down or whatever to connect us with like India and China. I mean, you're really connected to that stuff, so I I did not know that. I really didn't. Uh you said it's 98% of I I think it was some astronomical number like it was over 90% they said. I guess I didn't realize it was anywhere near that number. That's that's oh, yeah. to me. It's surprising. I guess it makes sense if you're just looking at distance it covers. Yeah. So, like, I think there's, like, 19 lines that run through, I forget the name of the trench, but it's uh, by Japan, Taiwan area. So, in 2006, it was on Boxing Day. They had the big earthquake and tsunami, and actually it caused a lot of the cables to get, like, severed or something like that so there was like a blip and there was no internet for on that boxing day in 2006 i believe um so so yeah a lot of those run through that trench and what they have to do usually they have like a trencher that's as big as a house on the bottom of the ocean and it lays it 10 feet under the under the ocean uh, surface and um so with these trenches though they can't it's too far down they can't do anything but it's a lot of rocky area so they just lay them flat, and whales get caught in them, and stuff like that. It's kind of it's kind of interesting how they they do that. I can't believe it. Mm. But yeah, I, I, they also showed a clip <laughs> near the end of it, and you think of like a coax cable where it's like it's you know you get to screw it in to the back. <laughs> Everybody knows what a coax cable. But it was like two guys holding this cable, like screwing it on another one. It was insanely huge. I could not believe the size of these cables. I'm sure, I'm sure you're not alone, but that's just a great mental picture. That connecting massive continents and whole <laughs> sections of people of the world. And Pete thinks it's like a, a coaxial cable you're going to screw well, it at. You're like, <laughs> well, that's what it looked like. This guy was literally like screwing this cable into another cable. I'm like, what in the hell is going on? Like, <laughs> It makes sense, though. Everything's faster with a wire, right? <laughs> So there's just uh there's like an Ethernet port like the size of a car and they just plug a giant cable into it and then they <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. Oh what happens if I hope they have extra slack because what happens if that little tabby thing breaks off at that Oh day? yeah, no. Oh yeah, it just it gets torn out. <laughs> when a when a whale trips over it it gets torn out. <laughs> oh oops, oops, I'm sorry. <laughs> hope they have some or gaff tape. Well, you know what's most likely to knock the cable out then, don't you? Moby's <laughs> oh. Thanks, everyone. That's my time. I and can't with that note, that. <laughs> you that, one was so, that one was so good it made Luna jump up. <laughs> I think I high-fived myself a little too hard. <sighs> when this is all over, are we going to be a much more intelligent species? Like, people are going to have more time to watch documentaries and read and whatever before. No, pe- people are going to... No, everybody's going to watch Ice Road Truckers. Watch Ice Road Truckers and have a huge, massive influx of babies come December. Yeah. 
hospital, hospitals repopulate. have to prepare for something else. <laughs> Time to repopulate the world, everybody. Second winter. <laughs> Bunch of kids in the same grade, all with the same birthdays. <laughs> all named Corona. <laughs> <laughs> you know, someone's going to name their kid COVID. Oh, that's COVID, for sure. yeah, that's a good one, too. It's going to happen. Somebody's going to name their kid that. Guarantee it. Oh, guaranteed. Guaranteed. All right, boys. Perfect. I, I got to go now. I got some bats to eat. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> oh, thanks, Mike. You both, have, you both have coronavirus, by the way. I can hear it in your cough. <laughs> well, at least I finally got that's, it. That's just out of shape, laugh. <laughs> on that note oh. I'm gonna go walk nine, 10 more miles Mike yeah do it while oh, you still have I, I gotta do the same then <laughs> do it while you're stable too boys nah in all seriousness enjoy your little hiatus quarantine we'll figure out when we'll do this again and we'll catch you guys next time goodbye everybody see ya thank you for listening to another episode of the questionable to return sports podcast Send us your questions, read more about us, and more on our website, questionabletoreturn.com. Follow us on Twitter at Q2Return and Instagram at questionabletoreturn. You can also like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash questionabletoreturn. Follow each of the guys on Twitter. For Andy, at Andy, the number nine, M-A-N. Mike, at Mike R. Daly. And Pete, at P, cozy with a K, Junior JR. Please consider giving us a five star review as well as sharing us with someone you know. Post apocalypse, we're just going to sit around in a, in a crater and just talk into microphones that aren't plugged in. <laughs> we'll just have all voices in our head that sound like you guys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Play the music. People just start singing the theme song. All right, and now the end is near, and so I face the final curtain. My friends, I'll say it's clear. I'll state my case, of which I'm certain. I've lived a life that's full. I've traveled each and every highway. But more, much more than this, QTR did it all. Hey, how about that? <laughs>